Following scenic drive along the shore of Lake Michigan, north of the channel, you'll eventually start going uphill. As you move up towards the tops of the trees, you'll be greeted by an incredible view not only of the surrounding forest and Lake Michigan, but you'll also be at the high point in the area in which sits the iconic Block House of Muskegon State Park. Join us today on Muskegon History and Beyond as we look at the creation of this icon and how it became so important. The Blockhouse has its origins in one of the low points in United States history, the Great Depression. The Great Depression, while it led to ruin and sorrow for many, also led to the creation of many different government programs, including one which created the original Blockhouse. The idea to build the Blockhouse came from Nicholas Trueller, the State Park Superintendent, and former State Parks Director P.J. Hoffmaster, a name you might recognize. The two came up with a plan as a way to improve Muskegon State Park, and as a way to build an observation tower on the high hill known as Horseshoe Hill along Scenic Drive. The blockhouse was modeled after Fort Dearborn that was once near Chicago. It was designed by Harold McSwain in 1932. While Muskegon never had forts like this anywhere near it, the height of the blockhouse would give a great view of Lake Michigan and the park, and could be loosely tied into the lumbering history of the area with the wood used to make its structure. For the labor, the Civilian Conservation Corps, or CCC, would be given the job to build the blockhouse, but also to do other improvements at the park. In total, $80,000 was set aside for the various projects. To build the blockhouse, reclaimed lumber period wood was used in the form of old dock pylons and pier pieces that were salvaged and shaped. The stone and concrete base was also salvaged from the pier and made into the foundation. This $80,000 would amount to about $1.4 million today, so this was no small improvement. The blockhouse started construction in 1934 and finished in 1935. The build was led by W.J. King Scott, superintendent of Muskegon State Park at the time. The finished building was square with a large second floor overhanging the first. It measured 24 by 24 feet on the bottom and 30 by 30 feet on top. Fort structures were designed like this to make it impossible for someone to climb up and get inside. The blockhouse was an instant hit with its location 250 feet above Lake Michigan. Visiting it and climbing up the ladder to the second floor windows was nearly irresistible for tourists and locals alike. In 1951, minor renovations occurred on the structure with stairs being added to replace the previously mentioned ladder. They also added a loft space and more space in general on the second floor to give it more interest to visiting tourists. The additions would help make it an even more welcoming structure, and many came to see the Black House who were staying at the nearby campgrounds. Then in 1961, some unknown person or persons tried to burn the Black House down, but the flames were put out before a little more than some charring occurred. I could not find if this was the first attempt at arson, but it certainly would not be the last. Apparently, the large wooden structure awakened the destructive desire in many, because the following year, 1962, several youths decided to set fire to the building, and this time the flames couldn't be put out until it was too late. It was near midnight on September 4, 1962, when six youths drove by the blockhouse. The youths would later say that they were bored, and so decided to stop at the blockhouse and light it on fire. The old dried timber was soon all ablaze as a call went out to the local fire department. Once on scene, they started to try and put it out, but realized quickly... They needed aid not only for the blockhouse, but to keep the flames and embers from spreading to the nearby forest. Thankfully, there had been rain recently, and the forest was still damp, so the fire didn't spread. The blockhouse, though, was another story. After two hours of work, the firefighters finally managed to put out the fire early morning on September 5th. 
The flames had destroyed much of the building, and the decision was made to take down what was left standing due to safety concerns. The community and various leaders, seeing their treasured attraction gone, worked to get it rebuilt as soon as possible, although the decision took some time to be approved within the government. The replacement cost for it would be around $20,000, most of which was covered by insurance, but as the Grand Rapids Press said, quote, no amount of money can replace the relationship towards the original blockhouse, which area residents had grown to love with a deep feeling, end quote. The youths who had burned down the blockhouse would be brought before a judge who sentenced them to rebuild the structure and spend a summer working at Muskegon State Park. They would also be on probation for five years. The new blockhouse would start construction in 1963 and would finish in 1964. The project was led by Muskegon State Park manager Jack Butterfield, who led not only the build, but efforts to get the remaining money and approval needed from Lansing lawmakers. The second design was very true to the original, with some minor modifications to its size and the materials used. The blockhouse from that time has remained a landmark, despite another attempt in 1990 to burn it down, and in 2013, when some wood was charred by another fire. In 2016, work began to raise funds to give the blockhouse a facelift and add security measures to keep vandals and arsonists from causing havoc. At this time, the charring from the fire in 2013 was still visible, and the blockhouse had many carvings in the wood. It had also been spray-painted many times. The funds were eventually secured, and work was done planing the wood to remove the carvings. Then an anti-graffiti sealant was added to the surface to prevent future damage. Lights were also added to the structure and security cameras. This nice facelift will hopefully allow this iconic structure to be preserved for future generations of campers and mosquito nights alike. Thank you for joining us, and check back again in two weeks for our next episode. 